Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 99 The Lord is queen, let the the peoples tremble. She sits enthroned upon the cherubim, let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion, she is exalted over all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is she, mighty queen, lover of justice, you have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Extol the Lord our God. Worship at her footstool. Holy is she. Moses and Aaron were among her priests. Samuel also was among those who called on her name. They cried to the Lord, and she answered them. She spoke to them in the pillar of cloud. They kept her decrees and the statutes that she gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Extol the Lord our God and worship at our holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Numbers chapter 16, verses 41 through 50. On the next day, however, the whole congregation of the Israelites rebelled against Moses and against Aaron, saying, You have killed the people of the Lord. And when the congregation had assembled against them, Moses and Aaron turned toward the tent of meeting. The cloud had covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron came to the front of the tent of meeting, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Get away from this congregation, so that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces. Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer, put fire on it from the altar, and lay incense on it, and carry it quickly to the congregation and make atonement for them. For wrath has gone out from the Lord, and the plague has begun. So Aaron took it as Moses had ordered and ran into the middle of the assembly where the plague had already begun among the people. He put on the incense and made atonement for the people. He stood between the dead and the living and the plague was stopped. Those who died by the plague were 14,700 besides those who died in the affair of Korah. When the plague had stopped, Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meeting. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. The end of all things is near. Therefore be serious and discipline yourselves for the sake of your prayers. Above all, maintain constant love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaining. Like good stewards of the manifold grace of God, serve one another with whatever gift each of you has received. Whoever speaks must do so as one speaking the very words of God. Whoever serves must do so with the strength that God supplies, so that God may be glorified in all things through Jesus Christ. To him belong the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Good 
Good morning and welcome to the seventh Tuesday of Eastertide. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, yesterday, you'll notice um, I didn't uh, I didn't talk uh, anything at all about Memorial Day. Um, that isn't because Memorial Day is an important. In fact, I, it may even be listed as a feast in the the um, Anglican Book of Common Prayer. Um, and I know that uh, the Roman Catholic Church in America um, will have some commemorations. Um, but it is a very important holiday, holy day. Um, but I, for the purposes of first formation and morning prayer, um, it didn't... Uh, one of the things that I try to do is to encourage remembrance of the saints that have gone before us every day. Um, I did uh, post some stuff on my personal account, um, but there's no special readings for Memorial Day in America in the Book of Common Prayer or the Revised Common Lectionary. July 4th for Independence Day, sometimes there are, but Memorial Day wasn't isn't one of those. Um, and the uh, the it was, I, I always kind of forget to do things ahead of time, um, but I do have very strong opinions about Memorial Day, but I think it's it's something that, uh, A, is sometimes misunderstood, and perhaps this year um, it's been different, um, but, you know, the, the dichotomy between whether or not it's looked at as the beginning of summer and everybody's busting out grills, or if it's reflective, for a lot of military families it is, and we look back on what we've lost rather than what we are looking forward to. So there's often this really kind of severe um, cross-attention on Memorial Day. Um, Majority of America is looking forward, uh, the weather changing and warming up, and then military families and communities are looking backward, and it's difficult to reconcile that. And that's one of the things I really try and do with Pew Pew HQ is to create bridges between civilians and um, soldiers and veterans. Um, but in terms of prayer and the the rituals and liturgies of the church, every day is a memorial. I mean, that's what that's why we read scripture every morning. That's why um, we have you know the 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 tradition of the saints and and um, the passions and vitas of of the ones who have gone before, because we think they're still with us. If you live in a church where there's a cemetery next next door, half your congregation is worshiping outside. So it isn't to belittle it in the eye or in, in through like a Christian lens. It's to say that we are doing that and we do that every day. Um, but I did hear from a small number of people who who were curious why I didn't cover that, and that's that's why. Um, I think there's a lot of space that's opened up under the pandemic to for civilians to join military com- communities in looking back and lamenting some of what we've lost because everybody's lost something, um, whether that's some semblance of freedom um, or that's uh, friends or family or people that we know in our extended networks. Um, and so it's easier now for civilians to, to meet soldiers where they're at. Um, this morning's readings 
for the seventh Tuesday of Eastertide come from Psalm 99, uh, which uh, for Tuesday read in the feminine pronoun. And then finally, number 16 in 1 Peter 4 again, this time a little bit later, verses 7 through 11. And um, as before, uh, this letter reminds us um, that things are, are changing, um, that there are, is a reason that we think and act the way we do as Christians. Um, and that is because that we believe that the end is near. The end is perpetually near. The early church thought that it was, it was actually near, that the end of times was coming, that Jesus ascended when we just celebrated that late last week, um, but then he would be coming back very soon. Uh, and lately, it's gotten me thinking, um, uh, well, no, I guess it was during seminary. Um, there's passages in the New Testament about like Jesus saying, look, don't worry about it. Only I know the time. Just don't, you know, don't, don't fuss over when it's coming. Um, and that comes to mind because uh, as I was getting out of the military and even when I was in the military, there's a certain kind of, of Christianity that's rather apocalyptic um, that has this unique um, perspective, um, uh, which I think is based on a kernel of truth and goodness, and that is, you know, spiritual warfare and, you know, warfare is dramatic, and therefore our lives, if they don't feel dramatic, we we make like they are dramatic. And I, I'm not saying that tongue-in-cheek, I think that's that's real, but where it gets kind of weird is like the, this was brought up again recently, like having um, rifles and other um, accessories on our rifles or firearms that have like scripture verses on there. Um, There's a big controversy years ago, six or seven years ago, or maybe 10 years ago now, I don't know, where like a manufacturer, the serial numbers weren't really serial numbers, they were scripture references. Um, And we think like we can, our, our fight with this actual weapon against flesh and blood has something to do with the fight that we are engaging in as Christians, which is not against flesh and blood, but rather against the principalities of powers. Um, and that's the bringing the end near or anticipating the end is based off this idea that it is near, it's coming. But there's, there's another way of thinking about that English word, at least, near. The end of all things is near. The purpose, the end the realization of all things is near as in it's nearby. Um, God is with us. That means God is nearby. And God is our end. God is our purpose. God is the very reason for our being. And God is near. The end is near. It's right here. Um, so there is no purpose in trying to fight to bring it near. A, because it already is. B, because we don't have any agency in this. All of our agency depends upon God's uh, power and, and timing and providence. Um, and when that fight changes from, you know, we're participating in the end times or, you know, looking for signs and wonders, which everybody did when Jesus was around, we're missing the point. And I, and I began to wonder, I'm, I'm, I still wonder, I don't know... I haven't done any like proper theological kind of work in, in a little while, but it does make me wonder if um, if we are missing it slightly, 
that there's just a, a, a shade of difference between the end is coming soon um, to our purpose, our very reason for being is right here among us. The same words can mean two very different things. The end of all things is near, writes uh, the author of First Peter. Be alert and sober of mind so that you may pray. So this is what we do. We pray when the end is near, when God is with us. Um, and praying is not just like reading scripture or moving our lips thinking that God hears us. That, that is prayer, but that's not all that prayer is. Prayer is movement. Prayer is the things that we do uh, based on the idea that we are doing them for God. And there are, there are bad prayers that I think God does not listen to, like when we look for God's help in winning wars or something, or we put scripture verses on rifles as though that's going to like send the infidels to hell or something. That is that is a kind of prayer, but that is not the kind of prayer that God uh, calls us to. The kind of prayer that we're called to is... Uh, the the words and deeds and forms of life that show everyone that the reality is that God is near. God is here with us. The end, our purpose, the you know the means toward you know the the end toward which our means are moving um, is right here. We don't need to worry. Don't fret over when God is coming when God will make the world right because God is right here making the world right through us, through our prayers. A prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us, in all our doubts and uncertainties, the grace to ask what you would have us do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in your light we may see light, and in your straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with the recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family.
Semper Familia.